Do you feel like motherhood is mundane? A lot of mornings you wake up feeling like you lack joy or purpose. Do you also want to invite God into your mom life, your marriage, and your life in general, but you just don't know how? Do you feel tired, like you have no time, and you're always putting yourself last? Hi, I am Jill Warball a Christian mom life coach, and I'll be showing you each episode how to make time for you, your relationship with Jesus, and others. I'll teach you how to grow with God and apply his word to your everyday life. And most importantly, I'll be cheering you on each week, reminding you that you do have purpose and that you are worthy of a great future. You can find satisfaction in motherhood. I'm going to show you that you can live intentionally with less stress, more joy, all while serving God and others. So grab your Bible and get ready to be transformed. This is the Faithful Mama Podcast, a place where we learn to fill up on Jesus so that we can pour into others. Listen in. Hi, Laura. Hello. <laughs> How are you today? I'm doing so great. So where, so let me just ask you, where are you? Like, I know you're central time, but where are you? We are in the Dallas area. We live a little north and east and we're kind of out in the country and it's wonderful. Nice. Okay. So this is like the hottest day that we've had so far. I'm in Pennsylvania. And so it's like 82 degrees and we don't usually have 82 degree weather um, this early in the year. So it's like hot right now. Yeah. We're like, what is going on? So hotter there than it is here. It's only 75 here. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Yeah. That's I always crazy. thought Texas was so hot. I don't know why. Well, cause it is. Yeah. <laughs> so I was, I've been out like all day with my kids. And so it's nice to be back in the air, air conditioning today and talking to you. So Um, I am super excited to have you on and I will tell you why I am. If you ask my husband, I am the, I am not an organized person. I'll just say, put it that way. I'm not an organized person with anything, (laughs) (laughs) with schedules, with cabinets, with my house. Like I don't have systems. And so today, if you're listening, Laura is the queen of systems for mamas. And I know that some of you love systems. So you're going to love this just because you love systems. And then some of you are going to love it because you're like me and you need to learn about systems because you need to learn how much it can benefit you and just how to do them in general. So I'm super excited um, that you're on here today. So why don't you let everyone know your name, um, how you decided to do this, why you decided to do this, and then we'll just we'll just go from there. Absolutely. So my name is Laura, and my company is Mama Systems, which is so fun. But how it kind of all came to be within one year, and it was more like a six-month period, we went from four kids to eight kids, along with a cross-country move, along with a rent house, along with a new house with a renovation, And we were just kind of living in mass chaos. I didn't know at the time, but the three kiddos that we were fostering to adopt had special needs. And so it, 
it just felt like whatever your face is right now, thinking about that, that's how I felt all the time. Yeah. And it was so much. And so finally I was like, you know what, we've got to put something in place because my whole goal in life was just to make it to bedtime so they could be in their cribs and they could be safe because we had five little people, four and under all in diapers, all in cribs. And it, it was just a lot. It that a is a lot. And so um, really, I mean, I realize it seems like the bar is pretty low, just keeping them alive. But I think with CPS and all the, all the like different factors of people watching us to make sure we were doing everything right. Mm -hmm. It just felt very stressful and very like, we've just got to, got to keep everyone alive. Yeah. Not that I'd want them to die anyway, but you know, that was the goal. So realized we can't live this way. This is ridiculous. Started looking for systems, you know, read all the books, podcasts, whatever. And nobody had anything that fit our family. They would give good suggestions, but then I'm like, yeah, but you're not taking into account the fact that we have, caseworkers coming in and out of our home or um, therapists coming in and out of our home all day. Like all these different things that made us so unique made that system not work for us. And so finally, yeah. I was like, I'm just going to figure it out myself. And I dumped it out like a puzzle, all the things that we're doing, all the things that we wanted to be doing, and then kind of taking away the things that we didn't and started to kind of piecemeal systems for our home. And the joy and the beauty that happened from that as I learned that not only are we really unique, but a lot of families are really unique and no one system will work perfectly for every family. Um, but once we got all this in place, I remember one night putting my feet up and it was like seven 30 and the kids were watching a show and the house is clean and everybody's bathed and that's their pajamas on. And it felt like I figured this out. Yeah. Like I found the magical cave and I need to tell everyone. And so, um, <laughs> I started helping my mom friends kind of do the same thing and realize I absolutely love it. There's such a great joy in giving simple tips and helping moms put simple systems in place that bring them so much life. So that's what I get to do now. That is awesome. That is so cool. And I said it in the last episode, but I'm like, isn't it funny how God uses our pain for our purpose every single time? Amen. Yes. Yes. It's so cool. I, every time I talk to somebody, that's exactly, that's how they get to their purpose. And that's how I would, I was just saying how like you can literally be content because like once you realize that like your purpose, when you, when God kind of helps you re realize that purpose is like, Hey, I, you had this pain and now you can go and you can share this with others and help others. And that's why Paul, when he was in prison, he was like, yeah, this is painful, but I, I figured out what to do here, you know, <laughs> you know, yes. and, like that, and he was content there. <laughs> so great place for us to be as moms, realizing like all of our giftings, all of our talents, all of our hurts and hangups and all the things we've been allowed to be in that space to glorify God. Like what a yes. blessing is. I know. I love it. So, okay. So let's get into it then. What, um, my first question is, what are the benefits of systems? Like obviously like systems in my mind, it's, they just make everything run smoother. Um, mm -hmm. So like the benefits of them and kind of like, are there certain categories that you put like, like, is there a kid system? Is there a nighttime system? Like how do you categorize systems for moms? 
Well, let me tell you kind of how I define systems, because I think a system is anything that you can pre-make decisions on and already have in place so you don't have to use your brain every time you get there. Okay. So, did that make sense? Yes, absolutely. The only okay. time I feel like I actually have a system in my house is at nighttime, the bedtime system. I love that. That's a great place to start. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anything that you can plan out and make pre-made decisions on so that whatever that area is will go smoother. So it can be, hey, chores. It can be your bedtime routine. It could be your morning routine. It could be getting kids out the door, making lunches, all the different things. If you make decisions ahead of time, so you're not having to make decisions in the moment and living kind of a reactionary life, it does make everything go smoother. Your kids know what to expect. You know what to expect. Um, I can't tell you how many times I've like walked out into the house and like looked around and been like, there's so much to do, right? I have laundry that, I mean, the counter's a mess. I need to prep for dinner tonight. I need to clean up everything. I need to lay out clothes. I need like all the millions of things that flow into your mind as you're looking around and seeing all the things that are in your, in your home that you need to do. Yes. Wouldn't it be great if you could walk out and you see all those things, but you know what? I have a plan for cleaning up the house and that's going to happen on Friday, but and Thursday I'm going to do the laundry. So I don't need to worry about those two things right now. Today, all I'm focused on is prepping our meals for this week. Like if you have that plan in place, you can just trust your systems that everything will catch up and everything will be in its time. Right? Yes. So from that, like automatically comes peace. It lessens decision fatigue, which means you're showing up as a better mama because decision fatigue, we make over 35,000 decisions every day. And I think as moms, we probably make a lot more than that um, because we're making them for everybody else as well. Yeah. And that's so many stinking decisions, right? Yeah. Throughout the day, our, our fatigue just increases and increases. And I know that I've been there before where I wake up and I'm like ready to like tackle the day and be intentional with my people. And we're going to go to the museum and we're going to do an art project and we're going to, and then oh my goodness, like after lunch, I'm just like downhill from there. Yeah, or been too many decisions and I'm like losing it with my people. And if you can just kind of think about that throughout the day, the more things that you can take off your plate, the more things that you can already have in place, the better you are as a mama with your kids, hundred percent better. So that's kind of the joy of systems. I think our kids also, I mean, we all know this, right? That our kids thrive in systems and in order and routine and all of that. Right. And I'm not talking about like every moment of the day is structured and like first we eat breakfast and then we go do the center. And then we like, I'm not talking about that. You're not entertaining your kids all day, but Hey, if they know what's going to happen when they wake up and they know what's going to happen right before they go to bed and having kind of those anchor points in your day, like that gives our kids this feeling of safety. Yeah. They can function so much better when they feel that. Yeah. It's so true. Um, so like, give me an example of like a system that every mom should implement. No, absolutely. Um, so my, my favorite one that feels so amazing every time it's in place is our five o'clock jobs. And the reason why I think this is so important is because I find my morning times so important. Like I need them to go smoothly. I need for me to wake up, not to a messy house, but to a picked up house with the coffee made in the quiet. And then when the kids get up, I need 
everything ready to go. So I'm not like running around looking for things. Right. Mm-hmm. So I know that about myself in the morning. I, I'm no, I do not function well in the morning. And there's a lot of prep and work to go <laughs> into that so that I can be a kind person when my kids get up. Yeah. So to do that comes 5 p.m. At 5 p.m., we have an alarm go off in our house. And it's with the, you know, a lovely device. I'm just going to unplug her so she doesn't respond. So we said with Alexa, <laughs> every time I say her name, she like hops yes. to, which yes. I appreciate. Um, <laughs> but she has an alarm go off. I have an alarm on my phone. So my watch is going off. Like all the alarms in the house are going off at five o'clock. And it's not like a fire alarm. It's just kind of like a song, whatever. But what happens at this time is I get up and I start making dinner. And the joy of that, I realize that may seem kind of like a small task, but I find that I get so distracted in the evening and it'll be seven o'clock and I'm like, all right, guys, time for bed. And the kids are like, I haven't eaten dinner yet. I'm like, shoot. <laughs> you know, just because life gets away from me. And yeah. so that five o'clock alarm helps me so much go in there, prep dinner, get things moving on my end. But also what happens during this time is the kids have chores that they're supposed to do. And so each kid has three areas that they're responsible for. One, they each have a zone, which, you know, can be anything from picking up the socks around the house to picking up the living room and putting pillows and blankets away, right? Like it can be an actual area or it can be a thing, something that you want them to be in charge of. Number two, they're prepping for the next day. So backpacks packed, lunches made, clothes laid out, shoes by the door, all the things that we need for a successful morning where we're not running around looking for a sock that, you know, while they're also nowhere at the same time. So we're not doing any of that. All of that's ready to go in the morning. And then finally they're helping do something for dinner. And that could be like unloading dishes so that we could put dirty dishes in, or it could be putting silverware on the table. So even our two-year-old who's now, he just turned three. So sorry, but he can even put all the silverware on the table. He feels like he's helping and like he belongs and, he gets so excited about it. And so all of that feels so great in the moment because I mean, not that my children are like angels and are doing this with a happy heart all the time. Right. Right. I just need you to know that. But what's happening is I'm not in the kitchen getting really ticked off that I spent the day cleaning up that room and they're in there making a mess. And now I'm in here doing dinner and they're not going to be grateful for it. And just all the like, the voices that I begin to hear about how unfair my life is. Um, those are all kind of subsided because we're working together as a team. And yeah. we're all doing part, you know? Yeah. I love that. Now I'm going to try it. <laughs> I homeschool, I homeschool my kids. So I'm like, Oh my goodness, all the time. <laughs> so for them to kind of be able to help during that time would be awesome. Um, so let's talk about like how to implement systems. Um, do you kind of like, especially when it's not a system that you've ever had in place, like you got to get everybody on board unless it's like just your own little personal system. Yeah. So the thing that I love to kind of guide mamas through is doing this very thing, like, right, setting up the system for the home and then getting their kids on board and everyone executing. So we kind of start out with making sure that we know what we want. Because what's not going to go over well is if one day you're saying one thing 
to your kids. And then the next day you're like, I think I'm, I think I really want you to do this instead. Like that just causes confusion. Right. And right. don't like confusion. We need to get really clear on our message, but before we can do that, we need to get really clear with our expectations and what we want and what we don't want. So I know that I don't want to feed my kids at seven because we're all going to be really hangry by then. Right. Right. So I need to feed them earlier. And so I want that to happen at five 30. So that means I need to set dinner for five. And all of these things are like, Hey, let's go on a date with yourself and just kind of picture your ideal evening. And what does that look like? Who's doing what, where are they? What do you expect of that kid? And are they capable of doing that? Right. We can't give, if we have a lower functioning kiddo or a younger kiddo, we can't tell them to go clean up the living room and expect them to do it. We've really got to set our expectations so that they can go in with your expectations and succeed. Yeah. Yeah. So we get really clear and then we write it all out and figure out kind of the best, the best way to execute this. And like in a perfect world, this is how it would go. I realize we don't live in a perfect world. I realize there's going to be things that come up. Um, somebody's going to throw up right before your five o'clock jobs and everyone is going to be in mass chaos and you can't do anything. Right. <laughs> something's going to happen almost every day. Something's going to happen. But our goal for this time is we have something, we have this vision for our time and for our family of what we want this to look like. And so we can make, keep making steps in that direction. Right. right. So I love in James Clear's book, Atomic Habits, he talks about casting a vote for the person that you want to become. And so this vision of what you want this evening to look like is kind of setting up your ideal, how you want your kids to be, how you want to show up to that space. And we're just every day casting little votes in that direction. Yeah. So to do this, we set those clear expectations with ourselves. Then we go into setting clear expectations with our kids. I love a good chart because I feel like my kids function really well when things are written down. They have visuals, you know? Right. So everybody has their little chart. We're not changing things up. We don't have like a spinning wheel or anything like that where chores change all the time. And I know the argument of like, well, I want my kids to be able to do all the things around the house. And I hear that. And I think that's a very, very lovely goal to aspire to. However, I find that when that is the case, when things are constantly changing, when you're having to remember whose night it is to do what, that's more for you to have to sort through every night. Right. Like you're the one managing that. You're the one in charge of that then. Right. And yeah. then you also then have the kids arguing of like, I did this last night and she hasn't done it in two weeks. And blah, 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 blah. like, no, we're just not doing that <laughs> right. job. And we're going to stick with our jobs and we're going to just keep doing our jobs. It helps you as a mama know what people are doing. It helps you as a mama know who hasn't done what. It helps them like just cut out that chaos and arguing. All the expectations are clear. Right. Okay. So we've set our clear expectations. We've made our little charts. We gather everyone around and we go over, hey, these are the things we're doing. And we can talk about a team mentality in our home. We can talk about um, teamwork like it's in a baseball team or the body of Christ, like however you want to explain that to your kids. Amazing. If you have older kids that are like just so, you know, how teenagers can be sometimes moody. I don't know. Yes. I don't know the words to describe them. Um, <laughs> but I found a really great way to just approach them and their state of being is just by saying, Hey guys, I need some help. 
I can't do this all. Like I've, I've been trying really hard for years to just manage all of this by myself and I'm, I'm failing miserably and I really need your help. And I find that somewhere in that vulnerability, we're able to create connection and intimacy with our kids and really just step into that space where they're able to see like, hey, you're human too. You need help too. And I can step in and fill that gap. Yeah. I love that. Hey, mamas. So you want to homeschool, but you're worried about your child's socialization. I get it. That was us too. But Classical Conversations believes that education is best experienced together. Once a week, we get together with our community and we learn as parents and students. Classical Conversations provides homeschool families with local communities for opportunities for socialization, support, and encouragement. I honestly could not do this without them. In community, a trained licensed director guides both the students and the parents alike through a proven Christ-centered curriculum rooted in the classical model. To find a Classical Conversations community near you, visit classicalconversations.com backslash faithful. And that's faithful with two L's. Again, that's classicalconversations.com backslash faithful. I know you'll love this community as much as we do. Homeschool is possible with Classical Conversations. So I have to tell you, um, my, I have, I also have a system. My four-year-old is supposed to just wet the ham, the um, hermit crab sponge when the nine-year-old is supposed to get food and water for the dog. But the four-year-old wants to be like the nine-year-old. So then he goes in and says he wants to do the food and then there's food all over the floor. <laughs> do you have any recommendations for how you sort that out? <laughs> yeah. Like if he's wanting to help more, amazing. How can we like set that system up for success for him? Yeah. I'm assuming your four-year-old's a boy. Did I gather that right? He is. Yes. Okay. Um. So something that we purchase for our dog food for the same reason is one of those cereal dispensers like they have in hotels. Oh, you know, yeah. Where you, like, yeah, where you, yes. Yeah. So we just purchase one of those off of Amazon and they turn it three times. And so, you know, we go over how many times do you turn it? Three times. One, two, three. Okay, great. That's just the right amount of food for Luke because we don't want to feed him too much because then his tummy will hurt. Like just really bringing it down to their level, how they can understand it. And how they can succeed with it is amazing. So even things like putting away laundry, we can help our little people be really successful with that by putting labels on their drawers. And it may not be the cutest thing in the whole world, but you can make some pretty cute labels these days, right? Right. Um, And then teaching them how to sort their clothes and how to put them away. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have like, like some people with like cleaning the home, this is just a personal struggle for me where like I have done it where I've set up days like Monday, you know, I'm going to dust and Tuesday I'm going to vacuum and Wednesday. But then like there are days where I'm like, I have so much going on. Like, I'm not going to get to that. And then like, as soon as the whole schedule goes off for two days where I didn't get the vacuuming done and then the dusting done that was supposed to be done the next day, I'm like, Oh, I'll just do the the whole house on Friday or whatever. Like, do you have anybody that struggles like that? Oh, all the time. 
So what do you tell those people? Like, <laughs> some people just don't like that kind of system, I guess. Right. Yeah. Can I first say, I mean, there's several things I want to say here. Um, if you're in a space where you can hire help with that, do that. Yeah. But then if we're not, that's okay too. I'm not in that space. I don't have anybody coming to clean my house. It would be very nice, but it doesn't happen. Um, so what we do is we have a cleaning day. And so Friday, we, we homeschooled for forever. So I had my kids home with me. I still have homeschool my two oldest. And so they're home. Um, and we just divide and conquer. And people are in charge of bathrooms. People are in charge of vacuuming. We never dust anything. And so that always falls off the list. It sounds very lovely, but we just don't, <laughs> we just <Yeah>. don't dust. <laughs> um, so we also have a really great incentive system where our kids love to earn tickets and um, they ask to do things like clean the toilets and ask to do things like sweeping the patios and washing the windows and things like that. So a lot of that stuff happens throughout the week. For um, So cleaning day is really not that strenuous at all because, you know, we've all been picking up all week long and then here and there people have done ticket jobs and then we have our cleaning day. Yeah. So what do you like for somebody who has little ones? Like I have, I have uh, one that just turned three as well a couple weeks ago. Um, one that's about to turn five in a couple weeks and then a nine-year-old it's hard for the three and the four-year-old to really tackle anything <laughs> like cleaning the toilets. That's just going to be a mess. Like, <laughs> you know, like dusting, they can't reach like. Yeah. So I think again, setting up your tools for the best possible scenario is an amazing place here. So getting a Swiffer, moppy thing right I don't know right yeah I think yeah Um, and your kids can do that and true your kids can sweep so they can sweep the bathroom first and the next one can come along and swiffer they can wipe down counters and sinks and it it probably won't be perfect but what I've learned is it's better like halfway done than not done at all yeah and they're learning the joy of helping as a team and this is kind of what we do in our house we take care of our stuff. We clean up after ourselves. We wipe down the sink when it gets nasty. Like these are the things that we do. And so, um, that those are, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of easier tools that we can give our kids to really help them succeed with those things. Yeah. That's so true. It's like, sometimes you just get blocked. Like your, your mind gets like blocked as a mom and you, you think that, well, just forget it. I, I just, I just have to do it. But then when you are like, yeah. Like I'm thinking, yeah, I could easily give my three-year-old those wipes that like I could buy those wipes, like those antibacterial wipes that wipe down the countertops with, because I've given them the spray before and the spray bottle's gone by the time I I get it back and all the paper towels are gone. So I'm like, that's not, that job's not a good one for you. But like now that you're saying, yeah, I could totally buy those wipes and like a Swiffer, my kids would do great with a Swiffer. Um, yeah. Or even just having like a Norwex rag, right? That disinfects and does all the magical things that Norwex says yeah. that they do. I'm assuming it really works. I don't know. I'm a sucker for things like that. Yeah. Um, but it's just like a lot of moms are really nervous about giving their kids things with chemicals on them. And so using something like that, that they can wipe down surfaces. Yeah. What a blessing. Yeah. 
So uh, do you have any resources um, that my listeners can um, use and that they can start doing this in their own lives where they feel kind of out of order? Absolutely. So over on my website, mamasystems.net, which I'm going to say is going to be in the show notes, um, you yes. can go over there and grab a free chore e-guide and I'll talk all about setting up chores for your kids in your home. But then also I wanted to share with you, Jill, a link to um, a mama care guide. And this is a lovely tool that will help you as a mom create a system around self-care. And I want you to kind of get out of the mindset of like bubble bath and nails done because that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like your soul, your body, everything about your being. What do you need? Like, do you need that hour of quiet time in the morning? And so how are we going to make that happen? Let's create a plan for that and a system around that. And then how can we ask for help in that? You know, yeah. um, so it just kind of walks you through step by step how we can think through all of those areas of our life and then how we can create a plan for it and then how we can ask for help. So I would love to to give that to your mama so they can. Oh, that's awesome. That sounds wonderful. Um, so that's it. That I'll put all of that in the show notes. Um, I always ask um, everyone that comes on the show, what is one thing that if they forget everything you said today, what is one thing that you would want them to remember that you would want to leave them with? Yes. I love this question because it's so simple, but it's so hard to do. It is okay to ask for help. Yes. Like, it's so hard to do. <laughs> it's so hard to do. And I think one of the joys of being thrown in the deep end with all these people is I learned very quickly. I can't do it all. Yeah. Like I, I just simply cannot. And so we have a lot of help in our house. We have um, babysitters here every day, helping do different things, helping take care of kids. Like I, I can't do it all. And so it's been a very humbling experience recognizing that, but in this space, I've realized that I'm freed up so much more to do the things that really matter that like my time's not taken up with, I don't know. I mean, going to therapy appointments and sitting in the waiting room, but I can be home and pouring into my other kids while they're here and they're present, you know? Yeah. That's great. It's so true. And it's so hard to do. I think moms feel like they should do it all. And that's the issue. Yeah. We're no, I, I know that as a society, we kind of view that, but as our like body and soul and everything and how God created us, like we were created for community, right. Yeah. And forever and ever people lived in villages and communities where they would just step in and help each other period the end. And so we've moved away from that. We're isolated. And we don't have family around. We don't have friends that we really feel like are taking that lead. And we're struggling and yeah. we're not speaking that. And a lot of moms feel like they're drowning because of it. And I just, I want them to be free from that. So oh, thank you, you. more permission around that, I would love to continue to give that on. I love that. All right. So where can they find you? Like where are all the way places that they can find you? Everyone can find you. And why don't you tell them that? And I'll include this stuff in the show notes. I know you said your website already, but where else can they find you? Yeah. On Instagram and Facebook at Mama Systems. Super simple. M-A-M-A. And then Systems. Mama Systems. And then your mm -hmm. website's mamasystems.net or .com? .net. I, you .net. know, 
I'm not that cool to have a .com yet. <laughs> I actually think .net sounds kind of neat. <laughs> um, I, for one, am super excited to get the special link for us for the self-care guide because just hearing you say, like, care for your soul and care for your body, like, ugh. Like I was just with my kids all day outside and like it's hot and I'm pushing their bikes around and pushing chairs around and getting our patio set up. And I'm like, oh, my body needs rest. <laughs> too. So, yeah. So to yeah. have a system. Yeah. So to have like a system set up like that, you know, to take care of my soul and my body is like that just sounds so needed in this season. So thank you for gifting us that. I, I appreciate that so much. You're so welcome. So would you do us a big favor and end us in prayer? Oh, I would love to. Um, Jesus, thank you for these mamas that are listening right now. I know that you know exactly where each of them are and their journeys and their kids and all the things that make them so unique. Um, all the things that feel overwhelming. Father, will you sit with them in that space? Will you guide them? Will you speak softly to them and remind them how much they are loved and what a great job that they're doing as mamas. Jesus, we love you and we long to glorify you in everything that we do. Thank you for order. Thank you for systems. Thank you for peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I know that the moms are going to benefit from this so much and so am I. I benefit from talking to you guys just as much as, as I think my <laughs> listeners do. So I thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It was so fun. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Faithful Mama podcast, a place where we fill up on Jesus so we can pour into others. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to head over to the ratings and review section and if this is something that you know will touch another mama's heart, please share it with her. And as always, stay faithful. Hey friend, have you heard? I created a free mini course just for you. It's called the Divine Destiny Mini Course. This course will take you from unmotivated, messy motherhood to understanding your divine destiny that was placed on your life from God. I know what it feels like to be completely stuck. I was so lost and lacked direction and without direction, there's just no motivation. But this will take you from feeling like you're going in circles to growing with God. It will take you from feeling lost and unseen to motivated and clear on where God wants you to go. I promise this will empower each role of your life and inspire you to be the best version of yourself. After this course, you will be excited for your future and all that is to come. So what do you say? Let me and Jesus hold your hand and walk you into all he has for you. You can find the mini course in the show notes or on my website at jillroarball.com. I can't wait for you to be inspired.